0: One heartbeat at a time. Battle for Freedom. Good morning, everyone. This is Watson Prunier from Battle for Freedom on Mojo 5 Radio. I'm glad that you're with me on this Friday as we close out this hectic week in the life of... Everything that is holy and good to us as we just try and deal with this. Sorry I missed you guys yesterday. um, This week has been a trying week as I've just tried to stay up to date with the tasks that have been assigned to me. And so, listen, if you missed me, again, please forgive me. I'm sorry I wasn't there. But I am refreshed and I'm ready to have a conversation that we needed to have. Well, you know, sometimes I feel like I have this conversation all the time. Sometimes I feel like I'm beating the dead horse on this situation and no one really cares or wants to uh, hear what I have to say on the issue. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to discuss this great shooting that uh, those of you who were paying attention to this, uh, my website's www.battleforfreedom.com. Share this out with as many people as you possibly can. I'm going to do the best that I can to get this out to as many people as I can because of the fact that we're going to have this discussion and we're going to have it now. So thank you, everyone. If you want to interact, I see Dominic Izzo has joined, Dan Brown. My wife has been part of this as well, uh, Leprechaun, part of this. Thank you very much, everyone, for joining. Share this out as much as you can. And we're going to talk about black and astrayed, injustice through my black eyes. Uh, injustice, I mean, black and astrayed. Not black and afraid, black and astrayed uh and so i want to have this discussion cuz by now most of you should know about the tragedy that took place and you know even before i get into this listen uh i want you to start i want you to be awake when we sit here and we have this discussion i want you to be awake because of the fact that we uh did you start your day off with the American Pride Roast's coffee? This is the official coffee of Mojo 50 Radio. Uh it has uh they have been with this with Mojo 50 Radio supporting every show that you can imagine coming out with different flavors. According to last week, they may even come up with a Angry Watson blend of coffee just in case you're the white watson's white chocolate caramel is not good enough for you maybe you'll be able to enjoy the angry watson's or if you really need the rage there's also is rage among many of the other different uh, flavors that are available to you when we look at uh, what's going on with waking up being ready early in the morning and understanding exactly who who you are so as we sit here and we have this discussion about as we sit here and have this discussion about what's going on in this in this country uh, I'm running into this problem where um, the the, let's just look at this video and we just go from there because the fact that I think that's the only way I can talk about this let's get into this and switch over here so that you guys not that one I want this view so this is the view and this is discussion So you see that this the that we were told that he was running and then to avoid and then they basically said that Now they said that the shots hold on a second here because of me three second one and that's the third shot the third and final shot that probably was the one that ended his life now I want to talk about this but now is this problematic in many ways yes it's problematic in many ways what you're seeing on here is the execution of a black man it's the it's the ex, it's the it is the execution of a black man live on TV and there's no way around it um I do not understand why this wants to be this way Uh, so, uh, here there you go. Here you go. Uh, we'll figure this thing out here, uh, in a second here. This doesn't make any sense. Um, here you are, you're watching this thing on here and I'll, I'll figure this out in a, in a minute here. So here you have, they said that there was a fighting, there was a shooting that was going on. Now this problematic all the way around that you see this, but I actually want to have a conversation about the events that's going on. So They basically say that these guys chased them down. And again, there's so much information we don't have. I don't even have the full story. And I'm trying to get all the information I can before people make a knee jerk reaction. Now, for face value of what we see on uh, what's taking place here, it shows like, you know, these whatever these guys were doing, they were up to no good in the first place. That you know they're saying, oh well, this guy was he was basically uh, robbing and and they basically wanted to make a citizen's arrest or they wanted to hold him until the police showed up. Well, let's look at this again. It's the events that I heard and the events that I see in the news that basically says that he was just trying to mind his own business and unfortunately people came after him and they kept attacking him. This is where I take my issue. This is where. Um, I'm I'm kind of concerned on this and I want to make certain that I'm not missing anything here. Okay? I want to make sure that I'm not missing something here because of the fact that let's watch this one more time as we deal with this. Well, it shows him going down the street. And then all of a sudden he runs to. So before the shooting begins, okay? Before the shooting begins, that's happening on here. What I thought was really interesting before the shooting begins, it shows him run around the car. It shows him, and let me just bring it up on the, the video that's right here. It shows him running around the car. And then, and I don't know why it's not updating here, but it'll update in a second. But he runs around the vehicle. You have one person sitting in the truck. Standing in the truck, you have the son who basically fires the, sh- the shot that kills him on the other side of the road. Yes, they're standing out in the middle of the road, and then they decide that they want to be the law unto themselves. So as, as I'm watching this thing unfold here, and my my questions as I'm as I'm watching this is they said that you know he was just running he was minding his own business, but in the end they said shots were fired, shots were fired. Now the shots were not fired until he took an aggressive approach on them. Again, there's not enough. I'm not going to say that they're completely innocent, and trust me, I'm going to get there when I talk about where my concerns are with these these two different individuals who had and these two criminals. Because the guys who basically shot this man, the guys who shot this man, did you know what? Did you notice when I said that? When I said these two guys. And the man, I did not have to use the tags of their colors because the fact that that is the reason why we're having so many problems right now is because the labels of color is all that matters. And people do not see, you know, we long are the days you red, yellow, black and white. We're all precious in his sight. Because for some strange reason, our identity politics has gotten in the way and prevented us from actually seeing everybody as human beings. Is it it wrong about what people have done and they have not respected the livelihood of American citizens? Yes, it is. It is unfortunate. It is sad. It It is horrific that people have not recognized or, re- re- or appreciated the lives of American citizens, and they're willing to see them die. They have no problem. They have no concerns on doing this, and it's very, very unfortunate. It, it's sad. It's sad to watch the way that this is this is, continues to happen, and no one is asking the right questions. But I said this man and those two guys, those two criminals, so you have the, the gentleman run in and he makes an aggressive attack on them so uh, a a a former police officer from chicago from the chicago outside of the chicago area who basically you know and he's white he made the statement yesterday, me, yesterday to me yesterday to me yesterday the whole idea of well you know what if he's being attacked you know you attack the person who has the weapon you have you attack the person who's attacking you of course, that makes complete sense. See, right now, more than anything else, it, it, the fact that we can deal with the injustice of them being not being arrested until yesterday or whatever it is. But what what, what I, what I want to deal with here is uh, everybody keeps thinking, oh, it, it was a lynching. you know they, they're calling this a lynching. and And you have to understand the terms that are being thrown around right now because of the fact that people live, people live in this state. Of constantly feeling like they have to fear for their lives. And, and you have to understand this. This is, this is the, the crazy part about it is sound bite information that comes in and no one wants to do the research and ask why or why am I being manipulated? Why are they telling me this? Why am I hearing this information exactly like this? There's a reason for this. I saw this earlier this morning that was being shared. I don't let it cover my face for the time being. That's fine. There's a supposedly there's a group that's out there basically saying justice for Gregory and Travis Michael. It's a private group with eight hundred and eighty five members. And they say these two God fearing men. Now, how convenient that this stuff comes out right now because of the fact that what is this going to automatically do? What does this thing automatically do to you when you see a group that says two God fearing men stopped a criminal? Whether the the group is true or not, the whether the group is true or false, the mentality that's that's supposed to you're supposed to get an ire. This supposed to be this anger. This supposed to be this frustration. Because think about this right now. Who has more? Who has been re-injected in life more than anything else? Has been silent for two years has been silent for two and a half years now. Black Lives Matter. No purpose, no reason to do anything, and now they conveniently have a reason and a purpose. Listen, this happened two months ago. Why wasn't Black Lives Matter out on the streets up until the news came out now? We knew that this crime took place two months ago. Two, three months ago. But now people have a reinjection. Guess what? Economy, you know, confidence in the president, confident confidence in and in, in actually being responsible for what you do. Coronavirus never should have caught anyone off guard with as much money as the country was making, states was making. You had states of New York and Chicago. We've got money for illegals to give them free education. We got stuff to give them free health care. We have all the stuff. And now all of a sudden there's no money. All of a sudden, there's no, no, no money. Uh, we have more information. Think about this. Think about the freaking timing on this. Two months later, this comes out. From when this happened, they knew about this. This was an ace card. This was an ace in a hole. If you think this is really about injustice and racism in America, you have been completely bamboozled once again, because it shows you how easy squirrel you can be distracted from the things that are going on. We've had monu- we have monumental evidence with Tara Reid accusing, accusing Joe Biden of sexually assaulting her. And now what do we have more than anything else? Thank you, Gene Beardelli. Thank you for sharing this because here is a letter. This is an official document, a declaration filed in March 1996 in San Luis Ob- 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 Obispo Superior Court by the ex-husband of Tara Reid. Includes a passage referencing Reid's experience as a former Senate former Senate staffer for Joe Biden for then Joe Biden in 1993, and he mentions the sexual harassment. See, you guys wanted more documents. You wanted more information. Here is your information. When when you have Nancy Pelosi saying Joe's Joe, when you have the people, who, his own staff who basically work with him back then saying nothing ever was documented, nothing was ever told. Here is the husband. Here is the mother who calls Larry King that Google conveniently gets rid of that information. And then you now have the husband, the ex-husband of Tara Reid who filed something three years after the attack. But you know what we're going to be focusing on? We're going to be focusing on two dumb ignorant fools in georgia killing a black man two dumb because that's all we're going to focus on and here in indianapolis we have a shooting of a black man a quote-unquote unarmed shooting of a black man that proved to be a lie that proved to be a lie because he's an innocent sweet former veteran he's he's a veteran he was in the air force barely two years i want to know why was he no longer in the air force we're going to get into that, gentlemen. We're going to get into that, gentlemen, in a second here, okay? But what you have to understand is the timing of this happening right now that this will be given out. And guess who comes out as a savior to the black America? Joe Biden. This is wrong. This is wrong. All the people, all the people who were silent during coronavirus when lives were being lost and people needed help. Some stars are sticking up, but the ones who didn't, the ones who had no purpose, the no, the no, the ones who weren't practicing what they preach now have new life because black lives matter again, because this country is racist. And you know what? The worst part about it is as more and more black people were being woke and walking away from the Democrat Party that has done nothing for them but only perpetuate. The depravity that was falling down in the community, letting them kill themselves, letting them kill themselves, and then dying in the midst of everything going on here. Now they have new life. Black Lives Matter is power to the people. The struggle is real. I'm not saying that this video isn't problematic. Those guy, those, those ignorant fools who decided to shoot that boy, you know what? Guess what? And that young man, they, now, now here though, hear this, cause this is very interesting on this. Because now the, the district attorney, uh, the George Barnhill basically says, you know, well, we, we thought that he would, they were clear and you know in his his past criminal history his his uh oh yeah you got to see this his past crim criminal, criminal history and his past violence this is what you hear from the district attorney George Barnhill as he talks about the victim of the attack in Georgia that nothing took place, nothing happened. They basically say, "Oh yeah, well, because of his past criminal history and and his like something along the lines of his anger and his, vi- his, his issues of violence." Now, here's a question: Even though, even though these individuals were wrong in what they did, if there's any credibility to the fact that this guy did have violence issues? If there, it can't be, you can't ignore it. Even though the, the evidence, you know, I heard this great phrase that was told to me yesterday, uh, talking about case law. Okay. Uh, the, why the law doesn't work. The law, the, the law, it, it, there is no justice. Uh, one of my friends or sons going to law school right now. And it's, it's the fact that no matter how much evidence you prove, it's not about the facts. It's not the, about the facts. It's not about the evidence. It's whoever presents the better argument in law, in case law. When you sit here and you go to a judge, think about this. Johnny Cochran, if the glove don't fit, you must acquit. <laughs> okay? The better argument. The better argument won. Was it right? But you know what? The the worst part about it was in that miscarriage of justice when when O.J. Simpson got away with the murder of Nicole Simpson... A lot of black folk were like, yeah, that's messed up. But you know, it's about time that a brother wins. <laughs> it's about time a brother wins, not about the fact of whether or not we want justice. Because of the fact that we were still still hurt over about what happened to Rodney King, the injustice that happened there. But for some strange reason and some warped reality, the people saw fit to actually let those six police officers who wrongly attacked Rodney King go for a traffic stop. Now, if there's other things, if there are other mitigating circumstances that were presented in the trial that I wasn't aware, aware of, you know what? Let us all be ashamed that we don't know. But no, injustices take place. And the the problem, the issue is, is we don't have we do not have a justice system, folks. We have a judicial system. And unfortunately, even on the judicial system, when the information is overwhelmingly clear on what we, on what we have, there's one condemning fact that we need to deal with without the shadow of a doubt. And, some, and sadly, and I'm, I'm not going to lie to you, this is the reason why we're having the struggles, we're having the problems right now, and we're seeing the injustice take place. We know this passage left and right. We share it when we want people to know who Jesus is. We want people to know who Jesus is. We want, we, we're gonna give them the Romans road to salvation. I'm gonna start with verse the, the first verse. For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Romans three twenty three. For all have sinned. What does that mean? That means that there's the sinful brokenness that's in us this is depravity this rejection of the holiness of god the rejection of who god is and all that he has created perfect because we have fallen broken and here's the crazy part about it is because for some strange reason we have now made it out because of identity politics that you know and 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 you know what and i have to check myself at times as well where I some, sometimes you guys may think that I'm only talking about negative about Democrats, that I'm only talking negative about progressives, but I also expose Republicans. I expose problems that I have with this administration, with the spending, with many different things that go on here. But many people don't have the capability, and I'm not saying I even I'm not even saying that I do it perfectly right in trying to be impartial. But what this what this event is highlighting is the inability for many people to be able to be impartial in the decision making because of the fact that if it was a black man. Oh, I'm mad. I'm angry. What happened? I don't care about the facts. I just know that a black man was hurt. That's all that matters. And 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 and, and again, I've got to get back to this thing because this was a beautiful graphic shared out by a friend this morning. And I've, I'm sure you guys have seen this. This is the one with the trash can. You, you remember this? Where it shows the whole idea where it says, you know what, uh, if you've seen this bin floating, you have been inside for too long, it's just a wet spot on the pavement. This is insane because the fact that you know what? People see racism, people see anger, people see white 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 privilege, people people see all these different things and, and, and people are uttering the uttering the words white privilege while also saying God is in control, God is sovereign, that nothing gets beyond God. How do those words ever, ever, ever? come into the same language of anyone who professes that God is in control and nothing nothing gets outside of him. And how dare you quote Romans 8.28, for God calls all things to work together for the good of those who love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. You know what? If if you really believe that, if you really truly understand that, then you would understand that the the hard times that come through your life. You know what? Get out of Romans chapter 8. Go back to Romans chapter 5 for a minute here, okay? Start off in the first five verses of Romans chapter 5. It talks about the whole idea that, you know what, when you have trials and you have tribulation, it brings about uh, perseverance, and perseverance brings about character. That The trials we go through, Well, oh, let's go to James chapter 1. And it talks about the whole idea is don't freak out when you enter into t- trials and tribulations. Because we all to understand that all of that resistance training that we go through in our lives prepares us to be more and more like Christ. And you know what Christ experienced? He experienced hardship. The Lord and the God of creation experienced hardship coming down here, dealing with a whole bunch of us butthurt, reject, rejectful, ungrateful individuals. And if we're supposed to be like Christ, guess what? We must also endure in the tribulations and the sufferings. But for some strange reason, black folk, white folk, Christian folk think that, you know what? I'm above that kind of stuff. It shouldn't happen to me. I should not have any problems in my life. I buy the easy believers in Christianity that tells you, yes, this is my Bible. There's nothing for me to worry about because life's going to be perfectly fine. And you too can have your forty acres and a mule because that's all we're obsessed with. We're obsessed with what our treasures are here on earth, and we've made no advancements to the kingdom of God because we want. If white people can have it, so can black people have it. We 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 should make this share. We we should make this fair. We want we want an end to income inequality. We want an, we want equality. Equality is what matters more than anything else. And I'm saying, like, why are you so fixated on trying to have your best life now? The best life that you have to come is up there. It's with God. It's standing in the presence of God. Everything we have, even Paul said, I count everything that I had, every every great thing, every high moment in my life as done compared to what? It crap, to crap, to basically cow pies, to what I will experience in the presence of God. But for some strange reason, we've sold that out. We've given it up. We've had no desire to be a part of that. And you know what? And I sit here as people sit here, continuing to ignore the the, Mike Flynn. His charges are dropped now. But do you guys care? Because right now, all all that matter right now is proving. Look, look, all the people around Donald Trump that corrupted, that going to jail. He's going to go to jail too. Yeah. (laughs) And now we find out that the the FBI was lying. The FBI was destroying a man's life. But that doesn't matter because getting rid of Donald Trump is all that matters more than anything else. I mean I mean I mean think about this. This is a great miscarriage of justice. You are so frustrated when black people are maligned and the justice system goes against them, even in the tragedy of what's taking place in the silence of what happened in in Georgia. Because here's here's my issue with here's my issue where the first criminal charge against those two boys and start when their car was out. Now, again, I'm not a legal expert here. So those who are legal expert, correct me on this to make sure I get this correct here. But the moment that they parked their car out in the middle of the road, okay, now we're going to forget about the whole idea of the, of, of the, the victim dying pursuing, because of the fact that I agree with Dominic Izzo, pursuing the attackers, pursuing the people who are going to come after you. You know what? You've got to shorten the distance and you've got to end that conflict as fast as you possibly can. So you know what? If that's exactly how it rolled out, support him all the way. Stay alive, brother. Stay alive. Now, these guys standing out in the middle of the road, Well one yeah, well they basically they blocked the whole road because you had the you had the regular flow of traffic side with the vehicle being blocked and the person standing in the car, then you actually had another individual who the son who actually did the the murdering was on the other side. And so isn't that confinement? I mean the whole idea that they decide they're gonna hold them I can't believe I'm almost coming to a break. Confinement. That's the first thing. These bums that you heard right now, they are arrested, they're in jail, it took too long And I'm going to say something, I'm going to share something with the uh, attorney. But for now, folks, I'm your host, Watson, bringing on break. I mean, let's go to a break and I'll talk to you on the flip side. Fellow Americans, I don't know what you've been doing in the last several weeks as we've been on lockdown, as we've been told to stay home, to go out, not to go out, to wear masks, not to wear masks. Again, the instructions aren't clear, but one thing is very clear. We all drop the ball in many ways. Now, I want you to be honest. I want you to do the reevaluation. I want you to understand where did you have the gaps? Where did you miss out and fail to be properly prepared for this, this scenario, the worst case scenario that's happening right now? And if you are not going to be honest about it the next time this happens, and actually understand this, when it happens, again, not if it will happen, when it happens. I'm praying that you and every last person who is caught off guard will identify the gaps, identify where you've missed or have not followed through properly on your preparations and do better. Also, take inventory of the people that you learned to count on in the midst of this crisis. Look at the people that reached out to you. Remember them. Not the ones looking for something, but the ones who are willing to offer a hand or just make certain that there was a wellness check covered and everyone's doing fine again i think that a lot of us were on trial even those of us who's listening to this message right now and i know if we do, if we're going to be honest about this we know we can make improvements it's time to make them and time to make them now are you ready are you prepared or will you go down with the ship because understand the next time There isn't going to be time to recover. There will be zero time to recover. Make your friends, build your relationships, build your reserves, and be prepared. Your host, Watson Prunier from Battle for Freedom. I'm out. Welcome back, everyone. This is Watson Prunier from Battle for Freedom on Mojo 5 Radio, and I'm glad that you, again, that you're listening, you're following, and you are doing the best that you can to follow and hear everything that we have to say as we talk about everything all screwed up and all injustice that may take place and affect the lives of countless American citizens. I want to share something with you, and this is from the attorney of the family being um, presented. You know, they're being, uh, let's see, what's the word for this? I want to make sure I get this correctly. Uh, um, Yes, this is from the attorney who's representing the family of the victim. Okay, and uh, I want you to hear this. Whoops, wrong one. Not that one. That's not the one I wanted. I wanted this one. An attorney for Arbery's family says he was unarmed and tried to avoid the truck. He says there's no evidence to suggest Arbery was committing a crime. Georgia does have a statute allowing citizen arrest. However, you must personally observe the crime. So it can't be you believe that someone may have committed a crime in the area in the recent uh, past. Yes, is he right? Yes, he is absolutely correct. There is a problem where you know what, I liken this, and this is very unfortunate. Um, this is uh, this is very unfortunate, and this is sad of uh, this taking place. He's right; he's absolutely right. There is absolutely no reason why these individuals uh, th- there was no evidence of a crime. Now the the person who was filming it, you know, this so that actually I was kind of concerned. I was trying to figure out why is it why are these people filming? Why why are these people conveniently filming what's going on right now? So I think it was all three two vehicles in the process of stalking this man who was just trying to run. Now again, there's going to be so much that we don't know right now. This is this is almost this this is i want to liken this to the we don't have enough information. But I'm going to work with some of the information. I'm changing my tune on something that I, I I dealt with a long time ago, and that's the whole Trayvon Martin. I want to go back to George Zimmerman and Trayvon Martin. In the beginning, I just think you know, Skittles man, this because of the fact I guess maybe I was turned off because of the knee-jerk reaction of everybody just automatically assigning guilt, and they and and again it was blaming white America. We came up with a new we came up with a new ethnic group, white Hispanic. <laughs> because it had to be a it had to be a race based thing, not a not a loser, not losers like these two other individuals who decide that they want to take the law into their own hands. See, because of the fact I'm changing my tune on the whole Trayvon Martin thing, in from this perspective, when George Zimmerman, his failure, I think I actually said this before. I can't remember. I'll have to go back to the tapes and see if I can find it. The moment that George Zimmerman decided that he did, he wanted to disobey a willful order by the dispatcher to stand down, he now became an enemy combative. It doesn't matter if there if even if even if, if, even if Tra- Trayvon Martin was on roids, if he was on a wide bunch of drugs, and you know what, and just the initial contact would have flipped him off. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if Trayvon Martin had a whole bunch, and even in this case here. Even in this case here, I'd love to hear the logs of them calling the police to try and say, hey, we got this guy and we think he did it. Guess, because here's the thing about it. You could follow him. You can follow and see where he goes. You don't have to be so close on here. See, because, uh, again, there's a lot of imagery that's going to happen in the next uh, several years, several days, several hours, several minutes that people are going to keep thinking that people, anyone who has a gun, they just think they're empowered to do whatever they want. That is so wrong. Because when you think about it, most gun owners, if we really were truly as violent and as, as, as John, you know, what, what is it? Wild Wild West, as you, you, you claim we are, guess what would happen? There'd be more deaths. There'd be no bad black people around all the black, all the black people would be gone. All the black people would be dead. Okay. So what happens is, let's get all that, oh, this is racism. We, we've we got to identify, we've got to fall into this because life is completely horrible for us and that we don't survive. The animals are arrested, and I'm praying, I'm praying that that justice will be done. But, you know, here's the, here's the thing about it. There, there's a challenge right now, uh, and I need you to understand it because someone shared this with me as I was having a conversation with her about my concerns of the silence. The silence, you heard me last week, Listen to my broadcast last week as I, as I expressed my frustration in the silence of people who needed to speak up for Tara Reid. And then this the, this is the judgment, the light has come into the world and the people love the darkness rather than the light because their works were evil. Understand this, I'm not, when I say darkness, I'm not referring to black people, I'm talking about the dark, darkness and sinfulness of our hearts. Why is it right now, why is it right now you folks are ready to sit here and complain about black people the injustice against black people and again oh, don't talk about black on black crime we don't want to hear that because long before this happened in chicago in all these other different states guess what here's what I, w- I want to get with you and i want to get with you right now it breaks my heart when i hear that black people have to have conversations with their black kids about the reality of going into white america or experiencing police officers can i ask you a question? Do you have the same question? Do you have the same conversation with your kids when you It's like, well, it's a struggle to make it to 17, 18 living in the hood and all this stuff. It's not the police that are going after the people who are living in the hood. It's the people in the hood going after the people who live in the hood. But we don't have that conversation because your conversation that you need to have is how they deal with when they face a police officer. Show respect and everything like that. Nothing about how do we handle Pookie who's 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 busting a cap in my behind or beat me down every day. When I when I have to walk through alleys and I have to walk through questionable areas to avoid the drug dealers and the pimps and the prostitutes because of the fact that life ain't safe going to school, life is not safe. What about what about the kid in the barrio who died because of the fact that you had the gangbangers who taking up for someone else and hacked him to freaking death on the street? But no no no, it wasn't the police that killed it. It wasn't it wasn't the it wasn't the police who killed the homeboy. It was actually his own people his own people, but the struggle is real because of the fact it's the white man trying to put down us. You know, we don't want to talk about black-on-black crime. We don't want to talk about our own people killing each other because right now, we need the distractions. We need the waving hands. We need the squirrel to basically say that, you know what, we now have new purpose in what we're doing here. I'm not saying that the injustice isn't taking place, but the problem is is that you have a freaking... You, you've got a redwood tree in your eye. Of the sins that are committed against you by the people who look exactly like you and you only have a toothpick when it is white people or police officers killing you and you are fixated on that toothpick because the redwood tree don't matter. I mean, the redwood tree isn't just, it's not just impaling you, it's impaling your family and generations to come. Because of the fact that you are fixated on the idea that white people don't like me. I'm black and I never have a chance to succeed. Because I was born behind the, behind the eight ball. I had no hope. I had no chance. I believe in God. But you know, my God ain't strong enough to help me through this. That is the language that's being communicated. That is the language that's being communicated. See, this is my passage this morning I was, was reading. I'm going through the book of Hosea slowly. Hosea chapter 2 verse 10. Now I will uncover her lewdness in the sight of her lovers, and no one shall rescue her out of my hand. Hosea 2.10. Now I don't know you, many of you who know about the book of Hosea, but Hosea was a prophet in the Old Testament that God said, go marry a prostitute. Go and marry a woman who's not going to be faithful to you. <laughs> You're like Watson, where you go with this? See, you remember how we, we take pride in, you know, Black History Month. Just a few months ago, right? Yeah. Okay. burger me here for a second here. Um... You you love the old Negro spirituals and handles, you know, how we got serious with God and we out in the plantations and we got the chains around us. And we and we 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 shall overcome. We I mean, all this other stuff that the power of God is going to be in here. God was with his people. God never left you. God never, never forsook you. You walked away because of the fact that they gave you forty acres on a mule they gave you they gave you all these other different things they waved these things at you inequality i mean i mean equality and and basically fair share in all these other different terms that you're expecting the government to provide all the stuff from you instead of actually believing that my God shall supply all my needs in his riches and his glory <laughs> because we're going to make government programs to level the playing field so that we can have our peace, too. (laughs) Rather than being good stewards of what God gives us, Rather than being good, good stewards of what God gives us and drives us to be responsible, build budgets, build lifestyles that's conducive to living within the means of what God's provided for us, that actually if we develop that discipline of living correctly, we don't have to worry about people trying to deny us stuff because God has already provided everything that we needed. I'm a high school dropout with some college here and there and 30 years of experience in IT by the grace of God. Period. We don't have that discussion because right now being black is bigger than being Christian. People say, well, I I can be, I can be both. No, no. You have to understand Christian, the word Christian, if you are a believer in Christ should never have an adjective. You're not a black Christian. You are Christian black. I'll go with Christian black, but you are never, because the moment, the moment that you allow your Christian faith to be identified by anything except Christ, there is no, there is no precedent to Christian. There is no adjective. There's no modification. You are Christian. And the moment that you live like that, that's when you start truly experiencing the true fullness and completeness of who God is and how powerful he is that he can work through someone who's white, who's black, who's red. It doesn't matter. Uh, Through a woman, through a man, it doesn't matter. But because of the fact that we have allowed our power, our black power to get in the way, our white power to get in the way, our white power to get in the way, guess what happens? It modifies who we are as a follower and disciple of Jesus Christ. And you're now no longer black and afraid. You're black and astray, Mo moving from the path of where God has intended you in the first place. Oh, you don't want to hear this. I'm going to share it with you because let's let's move beyond. Because no, no, no. Let me let me get back to this thing here. Now I'm not saying that this guy is completely innocent, but if Michael Flynn did something wrong, let him be judged for the things he'd done wrong. Well there's evidence of FBI corruption, there's evidence of that we're seeing now think about this. if Hillary Clinton was president of the United States of America, we know we would know none of this. And you know that for sure. You, you, have, the, you, have, the, you have the nerve to complain about injustice against black people, but you know when injustice against white people don't matter because you, what, you want them to have a taste. Of what it feels like to be maligned. Well, can you show me where that's in the Bible? Show me where that's in the Bible where... Because I thought I thought I heard that God said... I will avenge. Vengeance is mine. I will repay, say the Lord. But we, we create laws. We vote in officials who will basically give us the desires of our hearts and basically allow us to feel some, some, some sense of vindication because of the fact that we can exact wrath and, ju- and 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 just disaster upon people who've hurt us, who've maligned us, who. And I'm sitting here thinking, I'm like, really? Because guess what? You you, 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 me, every last one of us—we were offensive, and because think, understand this: it wasn't just the Jews in the first century and the Romans who who were guilty of of what happened to Christ on the cross. He died for the sins of humanity. That means all of us are guilty. For some strange reason, we get this mentality that I'm, I'm like that, and I'm not like those other individuals. <laughs> devil's got you wrapped around his pinky <laughs> he's got it wrapped around his pinky because of the fact that you can't even recognize how dark your vision is those scales that are supposed to become off your eyes they went right back on they've been pounded pound and pound and pound and pound and layers of, of scales that are on your eye that prevent you from seeing anything so let's get into this thing here in indianapolis so three days ago we hear about the shooting understand this these prayerfully and not in our time, and maybe we may not see it in our time. These two men will face, they, they will face the justice. Now, But remember this though, as horrific as their actions were, as horrific as their actions were, I want you to understand this. If they become believers in Christ, they are forgiven. Don't condemn them to hell. You can't condemn them to hell because of the fact that that's within the purview of God. Whether the person is Hitler, whether the person is Malcolm X, whether it doesn't matter who the individual is, whether the person is Barack Obama or Donald Trump. If they receive the forgiveness of God, if they fall on their knees and basically cry out for forgiveness and basically understand that Jesus Christ is the only means of redemption back to and, and a rightful relationship with God, the moment that they do that, they're part of the kingdom. And you and and but if you can't put your color aside, if you can't put your gender aside, <laughs> your life will be miserable because you're wanting justice on them when justice was never met out on you. <laughs> when I say black in a straight because of the fact that you are off the beaten path remember us negro spirituals we love the lord he was carrying you through your egypt your your egypt experience your bondage experience here in america he he set you free 165 well uh, 165 years ago i'll do the math 19, 1865 he set you free but unfortunately y'all still been on the plantation and it's the Democrats who've been controlling you, wrapping you around their fingers. Progressive who'd wrapped you around their fingers. And the people who said that they were there for you for 70 years and they'd done diddly squat to actually help your life overcome any true obstacles. What, well, think about this. Democrats are basically the ones who are controlling all the major cities. And where's the highest poverty? Where's the highest criminal activity? Where's the highest death? Where's the highest inequality? In the cities controlled by Democrats in the states controlled by Democrats. And I'm not just saying in just in the past 30 years. I'm saying let's go back to 1865, where people think that you know the injustices were taking place for black people since then. And who were they happening by? The people who fought against black people being free. And who were those people again? Democrats, Democrats. Think of the Ricola song, okay? Because of the fact that if you don't want to deal with that, if you don't want to deal with that, I'm sorry. You're living in, in denial. So let's get to Indianapolis here. Here in Indianapolis, we had a situation where this boy, this boy who was uh who was in who was in the Air Force uh for a couple of years, uh and I don't know how exactly how long it was, he got shot and killed two days ago. And what happens is you sit here and you watch this thing happen with this this young man who lost his life. What's really sad about this is because of the fact that, you know what, in what happened in Georgia, okay, I'm there behind, the, I'm behind the victim's family, uh, I want Ahmad, A-H-M-A-U-D, I, I don't know how to pronounce it correctly, but you know what, I I want to speak up for him. I, I believe that he needs a voice and he needs to be heard because the evidence is overwhelming of the corruption that happened there and we need to, we need to put an end to that kind of corruption. Uh, But what, what you run into is here in Indianapolis, a black man chooses to drive in his car, filming himself for almost 25 minutes, evading police on a chase. He's sitting there and he's celebrating. Now, you're going to see all these beautiful pictures of how innocent and sweet he was. And there's nothing to worry about him. Like gentle Michael Brown, gentle giant Michael Brown, everything like that. We're going to see all these pictures of how sweet and innocent this kid was. But I need to show you the pictures of who he was in the last final moments. Because you have people, who, these new investigators who are going out to the crime scene of where he died, and they're taking video footage of where they believe the blood was out there in the community, and they're saying where where he died at 62nd and Michigan Road. They're basically saying, "Oh, this sweet innocent boy, he was he was only he was doing was speeding, and and he was fearing for his life, and and, and they took out a, another black man who lost his life." And I'm sitting here thinking, I was like, speeding. It wasn't just speeding. He was sitting there bragging. He was sitting there bragging about beating and defeating the cops. When you go and you go to fox59.com and you can watch the full video because he actually had two cameras going on, two phones active while he was evading police. Okay? People talking about, "Oh, well, he was in a youth group in one of the churches and everything like that." Doesn't seem like youth group did, did much of anything because it seemed like the hood, hey, listen, this, this is when this is when the hood gets more control of you than Jesus. When he, when when Jesus? When 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 G, Jesus? Is, is that is that the term you want to hear? Because of the fact that when the when 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 Jay-Z was not infecting his life. Oh what well, no no, it was maybe Jay-Z infecting his life instead of Jesus Christ, J C. So what what we happens is okay, look at the video footage at 155. This is what he says in the video. I just can't go back to jail. Innocent children, innocent boys going back to jail. Because you're gonna do all this work to pull, paint him out to be this little saint sovereign child that we don't have to say anything about. Let's go to six minutes. I'm not going to jail easy. Uh, uh, Twelve forty-five. Uh, I I'll almost I almost lost I lost them all, y'all. Thirteen fifty. Thirteen minutes and fifty seconds. Please come get me. Fourteen, 14 minutes. Driver gets out of the car. Fourteen twenty-seven. Taser display. Gunshots follow. Fourteen forty-five. Oh my God. Twenty-nine. Thirty-one, And this is where everybody has lost their crap more than anything else because of the fact that some person said this is going to be a closed gasket service. Or something along those lines. Was a statement inappropriate? Yes, the statement was inappropriate. But you know what? You people put up for some very inappropriate statements against the President of the United States of America by Hollywood, by the media, and so many different more. And many of you have said inappropriate things about the President of the United States. But you want this this, this, this police officer to be condemned for his words? What about the words you said about the President? What about the words you said about white America? What about the words you said about other individuals? When the Word of God says no, let no unwholesome t- speech come from your mouth. It applies to every last one of us. But we make, because of our identity politics, we make the exceptions of whether or not our words will be offensive to God because we feel justified in what we say because of the fact that we are tired of the oppression and all the wrong things that have been happening to us. The double standards. The double standards. And God, and this is the the reason why when I gave you the passage of Hosea, and talking about the whole idea that I will expose your lewdness, I will uncover her lewdness in the sight of her lovers, and no one shall rescue her out of my hand. It's because of the fact that we played the whore with with we have played the harlot. We have played the harlot with with indecency and impartiality. And, and we have not allowed the, the the justice can't come through because we are blocking it with our own inconsistencies in character and integrity. The, the the flows of justice can't happen because it's because we have dammed up the roads that will bring about any tried truth and, and justice. The, the 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 biblical way because of the fact that our hearts are corroded with bitterness, resentment, hate, and 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 and, and what's the word what's the word for it? Because of the fact that we when we, we can't we we're not content and and and, and a lack of content. We are discontent and we're always and, and we are we are wanting laws to justify our covetousness. So we want to pass laws to take away from those, whether they earned it correctly or not, you don't overcome a sin by doing another sin. Period. But we wanna we wanna make a whole bunch of robin hoods in, in government. And God's like, where's my justice? Where's my character? Where's my integrity presented in your communities? It's not there. See, everybody, you're getting frustrated because of the fact that you want God to answer, and God's answering. He's like, He's like, change your disposition. Uh, in my first marriage, uh, the, my biggest mistake was I tried to make my wife into the Christian I wanted her to be. That never was my role. That never was my role. But when I allow, when I step back and uh, especially uh, by the grace of God to allow me to be remarried uh, and my wife now, her growth, I take zero credibility or credit in her, in her growth. It is all the work of the Holy Spirit. I learned my lesson the last time trying to force things and make it happen my way. But we don't want to make those changes. We don't want to be challenged by that because we want things to happen now, and we want things to happen in our timeline. We ain't waiting for, waiting for We're not waiting for God. Here's the here's the big part about this. About this, um, he says because everybody trying to say that this kid's innocent. Understand? That I gave you the timeline of a lot of different things that he says. But if you watch that video on Fox fifty nine, I want you to go to the nine minute mark and listen for thirty five seconds. Because this is what he says. Um, I'm going to start shooting A-OK. I'm or A-O-C. I can't remember what the other word was, but I'm going to start shooting. Everybody's like, oh, he wasn't shooting the police officers. Oh, he's a sweet boy. Well, guess what? You can find him. On on what was it on social media? Firing off another fi- he's firing off a gun. The one that he got had, had tucked in his his shorts, the same shorts he was wearing when he died. Okay? But he gets off, everybody's going well, well now, now granted, someone presented something that I, I want to consider, and, and I will remotely consider this. Because I'm not saying we know that there's corrupt police officers. Let's be let's be honest about this, folks. I'm not saying all cops are bad, but we know that there are sometimes a bad group that's in there. Alrighty. so someone has made the made this made this suggestion that the, that the two rounds that came from his gun could have been a fire a police one of the police officers firing it off no idea I don't see how it's possible but I'm willing to entertain that idea and that concept that is possible that it's possible I'm not saying that it did happen but remember all this could have been prevented all this could have been prevented if he pulled himself over, but everybody's like, oh, but he was fearing for his life. But when you watch that video of him actually sitting there laughing, there was no fear in him. There was zero fear in him when you watch the the attitude of what's going on. But again, y'all don't want to listen to that. Y'all don't want to consider that. And I'm sitting here thinking, his life was lost. And instead of learning something here, instead of learning something here, Y'all want to stick to your pride because of the fact that you have to be angry, and and his criminal rap sheet—it ain't that long, it ain't that bad. And there's a point where there's 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 a felony there's a felony conviction of intimidation. So there, because everybody oh he, he they show these beautiful pictures of him in the, in his in his Air Force uniform, clearly in a 26 minute video where i'm joking about i'm not going back to jail and i'm making fun of y'all come after me he was like, he was like come after me come on come on let's stay with stay with a real negro stay with a real negro okay this this, this this and you listen and and if, at the 4 minute mark of the video he you hear him actually playing a song talking about after police So how in the world can you have a mentality of respecting people in authority when the music and the culture that you're pumping into your brain basically says defiance, defiance, defiance all day long? Because everybody wants transparency from Indianapolis Metro Police Department. What about the transparency in the community? What about the transparency that we need to have the communication? What are you doing in your homes that are generating, or what are you allowing into your homes that are allowing our children to walk out and be sheep led to the slaughter? Because remember this, y'all worried about what Pookie's going to do to you, but you're so focused on trying to worry about what Popo's going to do to you. And that is the hypocrisy. That is the nightmare. Because, yes, I'm going to talk about black-on-black crime. Because you won't do it. You won't be genuine. You won't be honest about this thing. Because remember this. 5% of the time that black people die by the hands of whites and police officers of all the deaths. But we're going to focus on that 5% because that's the real problem. Because truly, folks, if the 5% were truly the the problem, there'd be no black people left. I remember I showed you that picture that showed Lawrence Fitzburn saying, if black people were really as violent as you try and say that we are, there'd be no white people left. Well, let's flip that around. If white folk were really as violent as they were, there wouldn't be 13% black people. There'd be zero black people. Folks, it's real, but y'all don't want to handle it. I'm Ulyss Watson, Green Battle for Freedom. I'm out.